0: You're listening to The Real King with Joe and Heidi King. Do you remember when you were coming down the stairs and I was washing my face?
1: Oh, no, I was coming down the hallway. So (laughs) Heidi was in, Heidi would, like, skincare has... Had never been my thing. It's never been her thing, but she was washing her face and she would always take like bar soap and a washcloth and like rub her eyes okay and i she still does it i know it's, <laughs> it's Painful unfortunate to watch. i know so i come down the hallway and she's in her bathroom and i i have when i was a teenager <laughs> i would just stand there silently <laughs>
0: like she would always Sneak up on you, like you went. I wasn't coming. trying
1: to sneak. I was just like Should have put a,
2: a thing of tic tacs
1: in her pocket. Something. I like. I just walked up, and she must have got the sense. Yes, that, <laughs> that someone was, was there.
0: Gonna like look it So at she me. like
1: squints and like opens <laughs> one eye a sliver and goes, Ah! <laughs> scares me.
0: Christina ran. <laughs>
1: I ran up the back stairs towards the door. And ran I screamed. Direction. I ran away from her. She ran towards the toilet. And then it must have dawned on you that it was just me. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Soap filled her eyes. Yeah. She had so much soap in her eyes. It was so funny. She scared the crap out of me though.
2: <sighs> we we I took my mother-in-law out for a hamburger last night.
1: Yeah.
2: And we're like at this place <laughs> eating and Red, Red Robin. Yes, we Not were. Red. We're
0: not um, sponsored. Not
1: sponsored, but their burgers got better.
0: Yeah.
2: So mm-hmm. we're like almost to the end of the meal. The waitress, like, she's like, do you have a twin brother? And I'm like, nope. Do you have any brothers? And I'm like, yeah, I have two brothers. She's like, what are their names? Who are they? So I, I started to tell her.
1: You don't look like either of them. And she
2: goes, She goes, well, it must have been AJ. I went to school with AJ at Memorial, and I was like, "Nope, nope, I'm incorrect. the only one who went to Memorial." And she's like, "Oh, it must have been you then." But the funny part was, she said, "He's a he was he's like a lot heavier." <laughs> it was like this whole. She thought she, I had a Joe, really heavy Joe, set, Joe, fatter yeah, twin brother. Joe got
0: mistaken last night for his fat twin. <laughs> you got like Drake and Josh.
2: I got mistaken. <laughs> for, yeah, so. Yeah. And then, like, I'm like, no, that was me. And then she's. Like, Did your fat <laughs> brother go by the king? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was funny because I was like, she you know. She was like, he was had,
0: really into punk rock. I was like, <laughs> my no, I was like, at
2: first I was like, my, my older brother, he was kind of like thuggish and like into martial arts. And she was like, yeah. And he was like into metal.
1: No, that was you. Yeah.
0: So you didn't actually come clean with that until she mentioned the certain place where it was basically like completely so she mentioned a place it dawned on me she's she's like talking about me because she waitressed
2: it at ponchos after going to school with me so how long though were you
0: like man this sounds like me
2: i wasn't i was just like this (laughs) this woman is totally mistaking me from a different social group because i knew her too but i didn't know her i i just like i know i've seen her in like other social settings that is so funny yeah What's funny is like... Wouldn't it be funny if she was like, I
1: hated that guy.
2: (laughs) Well, our paths crossed multiple times in different social groups, obviously. Mm. So in high school and then into post high school, like you remember that was the place I was at the first date that we had that you were late, was at Poncho's with those people. What? No. Yeah, that's where I was at.
0: Oh, that's where you were. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Um, doubt that. Can
2: I
1: digress a little? Mm. I miss ponchos.
2: They had, what was it called? The Treasure Island.
1: Yeah. It was like cream cheese and fake seafood Mm -hmm. inside of a chimichanga and with sauce on it. And they had curly fries. Yeah. Listen, it was a complete and total, I can't use the right word, but.
2: Blasphemy of what real Hispanic food should be. It (laughs)
1: was, I think some people would consider it like <laughs> cultural appropriation. You know what they did right though? Let me tell you what they did right. They salted their chips. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. Chi-Chi's always had good chips and Chi-chi's. Wow Joe.
1: <laughs> keep it clean. <laughs> yeah. You know what though? chi uh best cornbread. That's always fun to say. Whatever uh, that The cornbread. You so can good. you can buy the packets it's and make it. It's not the same though. Well, Wow,
2: Heidi! <laughs> we should start a Mexican restaurant called Ho Ho's, because people's eyes are bigger than their stomach.
0: What does "ho" mean in Ojos? Spanish?
2: <laughs> Your eyes.
0: Oh, oh,
2: it's Ojo's. Yeah, it's not Ho Ho's.
0: It's not a. Ho's he's just like treats. shaking his head
2: at me. He's like, oh amateur." This lady, her path and mine, from high school on, had crossed many times. Mm-hmm none of which of those times I was in a place where I was in uh, communication or communion with God, Mm -hmm. you know, in a place of authority or anything. And then all of a sudden in a restaurant, she mistakes me for what she thought might have been a fatter twin. Yeah. And then all of a sudden that opens the door to share with her about where the church was and that we're in ministry now. Yeah. You know, and then she, she responded with, I've been living here for X amount of years and I just haven't found a church yet. Maybe I'll have to check that out. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting to me how, you know, we had a good laugh about that. Like you were like so tickled.
0: I was tickled. And then, you know, those shows where like, they get tickled over something, but then like it shows you like three hours later and you're like, you say that thing again and -hmm. you like laugh about it like in bed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like that's what I was having last night. And Joe kept saying that.
2: Because in her mind, I was having a Monica moment. Like from oh. friends where I was like the the chubby girl in high school. <laughs> and then all of a sudden. It later actually on... happened
1: to Ross. And Monica's sister <clears throat> yeah. was like, No, Rachel's sister goes, No, the really nerdy guy that was like obsessed with you. Yeah. And they were like, Yeah, <clears throat> still me. Yeah. <laughs> She that's just funny. like kept insulting him to his face, but anyhow, <laughs> yeah, it was that's funny. pretty funny. She did I... when
0: she found out that it wasn't a different person though. She was like, "Good for you on the weight loss." <laughs>
1: oh my gosh. That's so funny. Hey, people keep telling you you've lost weight. And yeah, I think it's, it's annoying. really annoying. So if you're listening right now, don't you dare yeah, walk up stop. to Joe <laughs> in front of us and tell him he lost weight without even a glance in Heidi and I's direction. That's because
2: like, they don't watch we, me eat. We've all been day working. Again. We've been
0: working hard over here, and everybody been... and Joe has been working like not hard on that particular area. And everybody's like, "Oh my god, you lost so much
1: weight!" Yeah, great. I think I found it.
2: <laughs> so but when i'm alone in the truck i i eat healthy i just eat so like you only trash eat unhealthy around yeah. the
0: person that's trying to eat healthy no that makes so much sense
2: that's like my um my reward or my cheat is to like when i get around family it's like oh let's break bread together
0: yeah interesting yeah i'm doing like no sugar and joe's eating candy bars on the way over here i was like really and he's like, won. I don't even
1: eat unhealthy. And he's got like a caramello bar stuck in his teeth.
2: <laughs> it was a watch of
1: All those are good. People do that to Carlos all the time, too. Carlos, you look like you lost weight. And he like shaved. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: nice. I wish it worked yeah. like that when we shaved.
2: I know. People oh. all the time are like, oh, you cut your hair. And I'm like, I cut my hair every week. I could cut six
1: inches off my hair and no one's going to notice.
0: Right.
2: I literally, though, every week I cut my hair. Yeah,
0: you do. I know you do. He do you cuts want, his own hair. Do you too. want to know when he does it? Right after I clean the bathroom. Absolutely. Every week. Mm. Aww. Yep. Right after I clean the bathroom, That's little cute. black hair is all over the place.
2: You know, oftentimes as Christians, we want to see awakening, revival, all of the above and like manifestations in the church. But God's been doing a lot of just, like, everyday, just grace, mercy, mm-hmm. provision stuff lately.
0: So there was there is one in particular that happened probably about a month ago. So my mom was having major jaw pain mm-hmm. to the point where she went to the dentist, and they x-rayed her and did all like the-
2: emergency dentist. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. They x-rayed her, did all the things, and they're like, nothing's wrong. We can't see anything wrong with your jaw, mm-hmm. and like to tell a person that's experiencing excruciating pain that like they can't find anything wrong that's like yeah. frustrating, right? And so she was just like living on ibuprofen, which is bad. For yeah, your stomach. Don't yeah. do that. And she um, just kept going with it. So my brother, he drives truck. Mm -hmm. And so he was in a a city that was over an hour away from where we live. And he was outside of the truck. And all of a sudden, this young lady walks up to him, had no clue who she was. Mm -hmm. And the lady goes, I need to pray for somebody in your family. That's so weird. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's like, is there anybody that has pain in your family? And my brother was like, actually, my mom, like she's having crazy jaw pain. And so the girl started to pray over my mom and her jaw. And my brother said that the Holy Spirit was so thick and tangible that he almost was dizzy when he got back in the truck. Wow. And... By the time he like was able to like finish his work day, get done with everything, it was too late. So he didn't even tell my mom until like a like probably 24 hours later mm-hmm. that this thing happened. And in the meanwhile, I got home, like I was on a vacation and I got yeah. home in that 24 hour span mm-hmm. between that prayer happening and her act- him actually telling her. And when I got home, I said, how's your jaw? And she said, actually, it doesn't hurt at all and i was like that's awesome and you didn't know either i didn't know either that's so and crazy. then my brother was able to come and tell us what happened and it was just like insane and i was like mom if you ever had any belief on how god actually cares for you and loves you he just showed his fingerprint
1: like if she had disbelief you mean
0: yes yeah had any issues believing he just sent someone that was almost two hours away from where you even live to go up to your son mm-hmm. and pray for you. Mm-hmm. Did that
1: did that also build Mike's faith? Like, Absolutely it did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. It was amazing.
1: So right before, like a day before we were meant to go to Florida and fly, you know, we spend a lot of time in the pool and stuff. I had gotten like, I don't know, I'm guessing like a pimple or something in my ear. And I had a Q-tip because if you're going to write to our show and say that we shouldn't use Q-tips in our ears, <laughs> I just want to tell you right now. It's better than a car key. I, do you want me to use a bobby pin? Like, what do you want from me?
2: Pastor Tim used to use car keys. If
1: you don't want me to use Q-tips in my ears, don't make Q-tips. Okay. I'm telling you that right now because I'm absolutely going to use them in my ears and I'm going to love every second of it, but I will <laughs> say your
0: eyes kind of roll. <laughs>
1: yeah. Th- it makes me cough. <laughs> so, oh, wow. On cue, She's like taking a drink of her five gallon bucket of water. So I was cleaning my ear and like it like, trigger warning or whatever it like popped. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't see it. Cause obviously it's inside my ear canal,
0: but you felt it or heard it? I felt
1: it. Maybe I heard it too. Now that you say that. So anyway, I was like, well, that's sickening. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like washed, I, you know, used a Q-tip <laughs> again and like washed out the inside of my ear canal. And like, did you not, the reason I bring up swimming and being in the pool all the time, did you know that swimmer's ear is in your ear canal? Mm. I thought it was in like a regular ear infection that was just really bad, but it's actually the canal of your ear. So anyhow, I'm guessing that maybe that's where or why I got it. So then I went to bed that night and I woke up the next day and it was like hurty, And I was like, that's stupid. And then we were leaving the following day on our flight. And so I was like, okay. And then I cleaned it again with a Q-tip and that didn't help (laughs) to be clear. Um, And then I went to bed. It woke me up in the middle of the night. Mm. It was so painful. And then I got up in the morning and I was like, this isn't happening. Like everything's fine. And I looked in the mirror and The whole area around my ear was like warm Mm. and red. My earlobe, I took pictures. My earlobe was inflamed, Mm. red, swollen. I literally said to Carlos, we're supposed to, we went with um, my nephew and his wife. And I said, we're supposed to pick them up. I need to text them and tell them we're gonna be late because I literally I'm gonna stop on urg- at urgent care on our way out of town because mm. I'm like I'm not gonna get stuck right somewhere with an ear infection right right and like I was like I'm just I'm gonna go they'll give me like a cream or drops or an antibiotic and then I'll be set yeah it'll be all good and then I was like actually I was about to get in the shower and I go God. Can you, can you please, can you please just take care of this? And then I just, that was it. Yeah. By the time I got out of the shower, all the redness was gone. What? The swelling was gone. It didn't hurt. It was like completely cleared up. Wow. I know. Isn't that amazing? That's amazing. And it was like, it was so weird that I, I literally had to text them back and say, JK, LOL, I'm not going to urgent care because my ear is healed. Wow. Mm. And they were like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. And so that was that's one of my testimonies. Yeah. My other is, even though I dodged that bullet, Carlos and I rode in a metal tube full of people sneezing in our direction <laughs> all the way to Florida and back. And... We got back and both of us got hit with a cold. Mm-hmm. Um, And I was down and out, man. Down and out. When you feel sick, the last thing you want to do is like cook a meal. Mm-hmm. Um, and we always cook at home. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, Carlos, let's just let our hair down. Just go get us dinner. So he went to a place that like is trusted that I can eat it because they have gluten-free food and he brings it home and keep in mind I'm like already not feeling well yeah and I take a full full piece of pizza down the hatch Mm -hmm. I was like something's amiss that the textures off
0: so maybe you should back up a little bit because a lot of people listening have no idea what you're talking about right now
1: okay well I was diagnosed in 2016 with celiac disease. Okay. Um, which means it's not an allergy. Right. Um, or an intolerance. It's an autoimmune disease that if someone that has that, see my wording there? Mm-hmm. Um, if they ingest gluten, their body has an autoimmune reaction and they, like an inflammatory response. Yep. Like if you get stung by a bee yeah. or... You know, it's often
0: where in in prior situations, it would cause you to be in bed for days
1: like debilitating Mm
2: -hmm. or at the like in the ER. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And (coughs) a lot of times. So for context, I give this to people. The way that it can affect your body is that nine times out of 10, it's misdiagnosed as rheumatoid arthritis. Mm. That's how bad it can cause like pain Mm. and inflammation in your (coughs) joints. So we have this trusted place that we go, we get gluten-free pizza there, and it looks very similar to their regular pizza. Mm -hmm. And I ate a full piece, and I go, Carlos, is this gluten-free? And he was like, yeah. I ordered gluten-free. And he's like, but then he got alarmed, Mm -hmm. and he grabbed the receipt. He... (laughs) They're he, little pizzas. He
0: probably did not want to say,
1: "Girl, he didn't." He handed me the receipt. Yeah, he's like, "I can't, I can't." Yeah. We got three pizzas, and don't you dare judge me. They're ten inches. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> and we got one sausage pepperoni, two beef and onion. Yeah. Okay. I was eating a beef and onion. Yeah. The only one on the receipt that was gluten free was the pe- the pepperoni mm. and sausage. The other two, the beef and onion, were not. They were regular pizzas.
0: Mm.
1: I came unglued. Yeah. Because I was like, this I'm already sick. This is gonna take me out for two weeks minimum. Yeah. I miss work because of it. I was <laughs> I, I was bawling my eyes out.
2: Max like ca- called you right now. We're in the truck. <laughs> Do it, Max and he prayed over. Yeah. Max
1: stopped to get tires for his truck. And Carlos is like she can't be seen right now. Yeah, <laughs> like she's not, she's not herself. I was, uh, like, a woman on the verge. Yeah, and he, Ma- God bless Max. He was grieved by that, and he had compassion, and he called me from the truck, and he's like, I'm gonna pray for you, and he's like, Lord, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I just pray for Kathy right now, <laughs> and he prayed over me. My mom prayed over me. Listen, I have been glutened before. I have gotten so sick that Carlos trying to help me with my sickness was like gagging Mm. because of my GI symptoms. I have been down and out to the point where I can't open the Aleve bottle because my hands hurt so bad. Or I just go sit in the car with the seat heater on. I didn't have a reaction.
0: Thank you, Jesus. To
1: a full slice of gluten pizza. Yeah. And i mean that's literally wild
0: yeah that's a miracle
2: genuinely yeah and before you (laughs) comment message (laughs) i already did i said you're healed and she's like yeah but i'm not going back
1: here's why because like it has it been an affliction yes but i will tell you that prior to being diagnosed talk about obedience by the way since being diagnosed with that from the doctors I have never once intentionally touched gluten since Mm -hmm. not a I've gotten it by accident and people have contaminated my food and I've gotten sick from that in past times yeah but I've never intentionally had a cheat day I've thought about it girl (laughs) it's like cry rangoons, please um But I've never intentionally done that. And,
0: you know, isn't that a really good point, though? Because I remember when you were first diagnosed, you almost went into a depression.
1: Oh, my gosh. I did.
0: Because your entire way of eating.
1: Oh, so that was. Yeah, I lost my train of thought. Now
0: had to be completely changed. And And it's like you're you're. So much needed to be changed and altered that it was like your your mind, your body, your emotions like couldn't wrap.
2: Well, we're born and raised in Wisconsin. In your two outlets other than um, church, is drinking alcohol or eating food? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So people I was on around mostly here, diet. yeah, yeah, people, yeah. People around here, um, they're. It's it's common that their, their reality is in, in like the nice months when it's not 14 to 3 feet, 14 inches, 3 feet of snow, <laughs> is to go to their campsite, drink heavily and eat lots of food. And then if there's a new restaurant in town, everybody's trying it. Yeah. And then when they get sick of the new restaurant, they all go back to their old restaurant. Yeah. And it's it's actually well, and,
0: and we don't live on the coast or anything. So yeah. a lot of the people on coast, like they may really like to eat too, but it's a lot of this fresh fish fresh, and a right? lot of yeah. fresh, you know, stuff. No, Ours it's is, all like yeah. Scandinavians here and Germans. So it's potatoes, and meat, yeah. and bread.
1: We're tipping cows over and, and then cheese.
0: we're eating. Yeah. The thing is is
2: is so like all of our family uh events, Get we together, put so. on like extravagant meals. Yeah. Um, we've had people from other cultures and other families join us and there's always more than enough to bless everybody. Yeah. So now all of a sudden you can't just do that. Right. But so
1: the blessing in the, in the curse, if you can say that, Mm -hmm. or what I didn't know at the time was going to actually benefit (sighs) me is that I... Well, I've always struggled with my weight, but I ate fast food like it would blow your mind. And like I haven't been to a buffet in what? However many years. Yeah. I I
2: get that Indian buffet. In, yes, because that they had could gluten have free like food. Two things.
1: Yeah. Um and I was the one person in the history of mankind that got constipated from Indian food, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> whatever, man. But there was no way that I was ever going to be able to like pull myself out of eating the way that I was. It was Mm -hmm. too convenient, too convenient and too delicious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like, it was literally like it was slowly killing me. And I, and I didn't even, it was, I, I can't even explain it. And I actually told Heidi after I had the pizza and it, And that miracle happened. It's like, okay, but I'm not going to go back to Mm -hmm. the crap I was eating.
0: Not because you don't think you're healed.
1: No, but because... But
0: because you just know better and God shut a door. Yeah. And why are we going to open that door again? Right.
1: And this is a perfect example of God will take something that the enemy meant for evil Mm -hmm. and he will use it for good. Yes. So... I was hit with this. I literally, you guys, this is so dramatic, but I was like, this is a death sentence. Like, honestly, I, and I, before I was, I went through that, I would scoff at people that were like, I can't eat gluten. I was like, please give me an IV of gluten. Mm -hmm. Like get out of here. Yeah. Um, I was a hundred percent that girl. So it's. He, he literally used what the enemy meant for evil, turned it around for my good, delivered me Yep. via a bad report. Isn't that weird? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, that just goes to show that like, you can't ever, like, you don't really know how God can even take things. It's like, you can't fathom it. You
0: at that moment thought my life is over. And in that moment he said, no, no, Mm -hmm. your life is just beginning. Right.
1: Yeah. Literally. You know what's also cool is that when that happened, Heidi flipped into overdrive.
0: Absolutely, she was like,
1: "I'm going on Pinterest," and she found every gluten-free bread rep- recipe.
0: We tried so many.
1: Oh my gosh, some of them were good, mm-hmm.
0: but not cloud bread. That stuff's crap. <laughs> cloud bread. <laughs>
1: you're like, okay, so this is just egg whites? Or... Yeah,
0: like fluffy and chewy and weird. Get out of here.
1: Yeah. And
0: you're like, no, I think this is fine. Like, yeah, like I could eat this. Remember the cauliflower, like, oh. cauliflower pizza crust? Yeah. I didn't think we'd ever eat again. Like I didn't think I would ever not be full.
1: The amount of cauliflower we consumed.
0: <laughs> cauliflower is very oh, filling. It's
2: so dense. Very, very filling. One takeaway also when we think about you know, getting, getting delivered from things or having things where we have a testimony that we're healed of something. Mm -hmm. There's always somebody with an opinion. Yeah. You know, they
1: tried to tell me I didn't have celiac in the first place.
2: Or, or it's like, (laughs) you know, you've been away from it long enough now, so you probably could.
0: But But, again, I think those are those areas where the Lord matures you. Right. But what what
2: I'm saying is I've had that often with me with different things where people are like, yeah, but so you won't even have one. Correct. Like you can't even, you can't like challenge my pride. Like you can't have
0: one. You know,
1: people have done that to me even since the pizza incident. Mm. And And they'd be like, why don't you have a donut at church?
0: uh, Did you say get behind me, Satan? (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like. Get out of here. I'm not
2: but having a donut. The thing is, is um, the, the enemy likes to use truth to tempt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Twist it. So mm-hmm. so
2: whenever you you hear somebody's story or you get to <clears throat> be a part of t- partaking of somebody's testimony, the intimate thing that God's done in their life, to rebuttal with some sort of uh, taunt. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of times we disguise it as faith. Well, now that you have faith, why don't you? And and that's not where God wants us. He wants us in obedience. He mm-hmm. wants us to... A sacrifice is something that you lay down before the Lord, right? So you you give him sacrifice of praise. Sacrifice of praise is not praise that you do when it feels good to praise.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Sacrifice of praise is when you, you look at all the storm and all the walls around you and everything seems like there's no way out. And everything's imploding on you. And you go, I'm going to raise a hallelujah right now. Yeah. It's like a battle cry. And yeah. then you start to praise. And you start to... Like when when you're in your deepest hurt and you're like, I'm going to laugh right now. But I'm going to laugh in the Holy Spirit. And I'm just... And then you just start. And you... you, it's It's not even real at first because you're forcing it. And then all of a sudden... The Holy Spirit takes over. Yeah. So it's a sacrifice because it's, it's, it takes, it costs something. Yeah. It costs something. Mm -hmm. So when you, when you think about sacrifice and, and getting close to God, it's always going to cost you something. There's something that's, that's permissible, but it's not going to be good in the presence of the Lord. It's not going to allow you to get in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're not going to have, uh, any, you're not you're not going to have that that closeness with God that you want if you allow other things to be there and take up space. Mm-hmm.
0: Even with her thing though, it feels very similar because, like deliverance of the alcohol, um, deliverance of like a food th- addiction. Mm-hmm. It's it's very they're different, mm-hmm. but they're very similar. Because in your example, if you, would, if you would pop open something, it would, did you get delivered, healed, and set free? Absolutely. Do you still have a free will to go back to that? And could it potentially come back and take your life out real quick? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what people really miss is because they're always, it's like they're always trying to play with that line.
2: Mm-hmm. They're always
0: trying to see how far they can take it. To get back over to the side that they got delivered from. And it makes no sense to me. Well, right.
1: Because that's what I talked about. I can't remember which episode, but I was like, even talking about how I eat now, Mm -hmm. it's like always a constant struggle because, and I feel like I haven't been totally set free because I haven't been willing. Mm -hmm. Because in my mind, I'm like, well, I'm changing my lifestyle until my birthday.
2: Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then yeah. I can go back. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy? You
1: know what I mean? And we set those like l- landmarks for ourselves. If you check look check at points. like
2: medical medical doctors, mm-hmm. right? And they'll tell you like the addictions that can kill you by coming off of stuff, like opiates and stuff. You'll have really bad withdrawals, mm-hmm. but the withdrawals don't usually kill you. Alcohol withdrawals can kill you. Mm-hmm. Benzo withdrawals can yeah. kill you. Food. The one addiction that you can't just quit cold turkey Mm -hmm. because you have to eat to sustain. Mm -hmm. So if you have no sustenance, like you'll waste a week and you'll starve to death.
1: I had detox symptoms Mm -hmm. when I stopped. It was wild.
2: Not only do you get rid of like the gluten, but a lot of those things were full of so many refined and processed sugars and different things like that. Like what does Arby's curly fries even have in them? you know <laughs> probably <Heaven>. not <laughs> yeah no. <Heaven. laughs> all chemical. It's all chemical. right yeah but you just put magic horsey sauce on it and uh, like and it, it makes everything go it's, away it's like it no you them. know what
1: i heard somebody say and i don't even eat this but they get the beef and cheddar the cheddar Ugh. don't you dare it's and it's the sweet oil. stuff what it's, it's pump che- oil cheese no it's cheese flavored food product <laughs>
0: oil so gross.
2: hydrogenated oil yeah
0: only in the u.s do we eat <laughs> do you know i was trying cheese flavored to... food products. In,
1: in the dairy state like seriously hey, do you know when i was in like sixth grade i had to read two words d- at different points in school and it will never go away and one was hydrogenized and homogenized
2: Mm. homogenized
1: (laughs) 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 or no it was hydrogenated
2: it reminds me of like do you remember that thing a couple years ago on social media it was hydrogenated where um people would write down um what is y-e-s spell and they'd be like yes what is e-y-e-s spell and they go yes 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 yeah yeah and they're like no what is y-e-s spell Yes. What does E Y E S spell? E, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and like their brain just couldn't make the switch to eyes. Yeah. Isn't that funny? You know. Yeah. That's what that reminds me of. Yeah. Is like your brain just takes over and yeah. goes, "I'm I'm going far left right now."
0: Yeah. But so in her situation, um do did God save her life and deliver her and set her free? We believe it absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like we have been praying for healing. Um, and that celiac be gone in Jesus' name for years. Years. Lots of people have been praying for her.
2: That's because you want to go make her eat shrimp. At
0: No, no, because we want (laughs) healing for the body, okay? Yeah. And so, and now, it was a moment of like, was that, was our prayer tested type of situation? She received a miracle. We all got confirmation that she's been healed from this. Mm -hmm. But it's the same type of thing like Joe's, though, where just because God healed you, set you free, delivered you, does not mean that you go back to it. How many
2: years has it been, like seven, eight? It was 2016. 2016? Okay. So coming up on it, what's crazy to me is in all these years, her birthday— we always celebrated with either never-ending pasta bowls at Olive Garden because they we always went to do all it in of them. September, and then never-ending shrimp at yeah at Red Lobster, not sponsored. And we used to always go, and and it actually altered how we celebrate our birthdays every year. I mm-hmm. mean, it was just like two years ago we figured out a, a, a way to make a decent batter for fish to ha- have. That was like your first fish fry you had in years, yeah.
0: There's been certain things, though, that have switched with gluten-free that I can't eat them regular anymore.
2: Yeah. Like
0: mm. shrimp, for example. Her gluten-free shrimp are so much better mm-hmm. than regular shrimp. Thank you. And like cheesecakes. I can't eat gluten cheesecakes anymore.
2: Somebody's going to be like, shrimp or like naturally gluten-free. <laughs> yeah. No, she like makes a them. batter. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyways. They're crunchy. I have one. Uh, kind of stomach related as well, mm-hmm. and like body related. So uh, TMI, but I have uh, struggled with IBS, so irritable bowel syndrome, mm-hmm. um, ever since I was a teenager. A teenager mm-hmm. Like, since I've known Christina um
1: I've struggled with her IBS as well seriously (laughs) seriously, and
0: it's been like so frustrating because like you know I with that you never know like one time I can eat something and I'm fine and then the next time I eat that same thing and then I'm Mm -hmm. running to the bathroom like every five seconds and so it's just been like this like it, it it was such a debilitating thing that there's still certain things in my life that I'm getting healing and fighting off still to this current day that where like things have stemmed and let like strongholds have been built up with with irrational fears Mm -hmm. uh, because of that particular thing occurring and so um, you just become accustomed to living this horrible situation Mm -hmm. and you just get used to being like this. And so I would go like on and off with it. Like sometimes it would be fine. Other times it wouldn't be. Some years it would be fine. Some years it wouldn't be. Um, And so probably like, my goodness, five, six years ago, it was like really bad. Like to the point where I couldn't eat really anything Mm -hmm. without like basically like running to the bathroom like you literally wouldn't no Mm -mm. it was like it was starting to it was getting so bad that it was now at this point it was controlling my life but with that one nobody could tell me which foods to eat and to not eat to make it better so like it wasn't even like a thing where you're like just cut this out like Mm -hmm. it was like so frustrating and then Like Joe said, everybody likes to like have fun and be merry and eat around here. And so they would go to restaurants and I wouldn't eat because I knew that I would get sick. You would order... Yeah.
1: And then she'd take her food home yep. and then she would eat it at home.
0: Yeah. And it would cause fights between me and Joe mm-hmm. uh, because they're like, you're not eating at restaurants. That's weird. And then like even my kids would notice, like, why are you eating meals at home literally and not at the restaurants?
1: By the way, like, could we all have a little bit more grace? Like, if you see someone not eating, can you chill? <laughs> like, everybody would be like, why aren't you? Me too. I would
0: be like, what are you doing? Why aren't you eating? And yeah. you're like, will you shut your face yeah yeah and like i guess i'm just gonna like say this and just probably it. make people weird but with, with when when somebody has like diarrhea issues that is a very it's a, it, it's embarrassing. There's like, it's associated. not like I have heartburn or like I'm having like some kind of burpee issues. Like that is a very personal thing that when you're like trying to like ride in cars or try to be yeah. out in public or try to go to events or try to do any of this stuff and that stinking rotten, evil, demonic thing is looming over your head. Mm-hmm. It almost changes who you are. Yeah, it does. Yeah, It literally changes who you are and it makes you become a different person that mm-hmm. lives in fear 24-7 that you're going to mess your draws up because you don't know what you can eat and what you can't eat. Right. And it's like just, it's hell. It's absolute hell to Truly. be completely honest. Yeah. And so I was living life like that. I wasn't living life. I was... You were existing. I was existing mm-hmm. um, in that place and I was trying to... So people that have normal digestive systems, they couldn't even understand it. So for example, when Joe would get like re- like upset with me over, over certain things and like not eating or not doing this or that, I would be like, he said, just hold it. And I'm like, okay, let me try to explain something here. Yeah. If you have like a normal digestive, you can hold your, your bowels. Mm-hmm. But when you have that and it's basically water, right. you can't hold that. And yeah. so that's why it's such a very sensitive, like, area and issue. And
1: that issue, like, going to the bathroom and, like, going poop is, like, already
0: taboo. Right. And like, people get weird about they it. They do. People get weird about it. Yeah. And anyways, <clears throat> so I went on... Well, for one thing, I couldn't eat any salad. No. Like, I could eat zero lettuce. Yeah, so
2: people telling you to eat healthy <laughs> Yes. was, like a slap in the face because like everything that would fix gut inflammation. Yep. Aside from cayenne pepper, I think that would have helped you, but that's a different story. And and if that, when you have the poops, the last thing you want (laughs) to try is cayenne pepper. Like studies show you can't overdose on cayenne and it helps the inflammation. It does. Yeah. All the things that people would offer. Right. Tried would go straight through you. Yeah. Like the FODMAP
1: diet.
0: Like all of those things. Like nothing, nothing was working. And the lettuce in particular was a very, I knew that was a bad trigger food. So
2: this, this, this is really important for people to hear and understand that it was mostly spiritual. The affliction was corrected through a spiritual matter.
0: Yeah. So that's what I'm that's what I'm getting to. So I went on a forty day fast in in January of twenty twenty three. Um, but I did not I, my fast when I went on it was not for this. I I didn't have any type of heal me from IBS Lord in my fast. There no, was, it was a there let's was, get close to God there, and yeah. start
2: our year, our first forty yes. days of the year off. We ended up going 41 days. Yeah. But 21 of those days were water only.
0: Yes. Yeah. And then after I went water only, then I juiced.
2: And we're not talking like water only until 6 p.m. when the sun went down. Like 24 hours a day for 17 was water only. Mm -hmm. And then we did an additional, what did we do, an additional four?
0: Water? At the end. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. But the the amazing part though, and it's so funny because the testimony that I'm I'm telling right now, I didn't even recognize it right Until just a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And this was back in January. So, prior to January, I was dealing with all of these all of these stomach issues with IBS. Mm-hmm. I go on the 40 day fast again, it wasn't for IBS because sometimes people go on fast for specific things. Um, in this case, it wasn't. It was just I knew that God was calling me and Joe to a 40 day. We've never done one. We've been ha- got obedience. He was right. telling us to do one for years. Mm-hmm. Um, so we finally just did it and it was just more of like get close to you like what you know, what do we want to do here? type of fast. Um, So we did half water and then half I juiced. Yep. Um, And fruits and veggies were normally a pretty big trigger because at this point, anything was a trigger for my stomach. Yeah. Um, But I was just like. I'm not eating any food, so I want to make sure that I can, you know, you need still nutrients. get nutrients in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was, I was juicing spinach, and I was juicing apples and cucumbers and all of these different things, and mm-hmm. I was juicing ginger.
2: And she didn't know how to juice, so she was putting them all together. I still
0: do. I still put everything together. It's um, eat the goop. Yeah, have a dirt shake. Like so you, you, literally I was drinking the
2: Nickelodeon slime from my. I childhood. wasn't.
0: I, I, I wasn't juicing. For the taste, I was juicing for the, for nutrients. the, for the nutrients. And so if yeah. it tasted bad, I just like put her down and I was good. And so I was doing garlic and ginger and turmeric. And I'm just like putting all of this stuff in my juicer. And what month? I said like a couple months ago, I finally noticed that that would have been June, May, May or June. Mm-hmm. When I got off the fast... So my husband has a steel stomach, because a yeah, lot of people, too. when they get off a fast, they kind of have to get come off of it slowly. Because yeah. keep, like, oh, eat some oatmeal. Yeah, keep in mind for drink, forty days. Uh, broth. Your body really didn't have to process anything mm-hmm. because I, d- I drank
2: broth and I got the runs. <laughs> I was like, these people are crazy. <laughs> You're I'm, like, this is going right through me. I'm going to get. A,
0: <laughs>
2: I, I'm going to get a Chipotle. Yeah. What did you
0: break the forty day with? It, it was, was normal food. It was something off. It was like... Sushi? Pizza? It was something... Was it the Quick Trip pizza? No.
2: Shout out Quick Trip. No, what We'd did love I you break it with? I broke it with something really like just normal food.
0: It, yeah, but I mean, it wasn't like something light like right. type of situation. Yep. But I knew... I knew. Like I knew my previous like GI tract and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not going to break the 40 with something crazy here. So all I did was I had a piece of toast <laughs> and an egg. That's it. I had a piece of toast. Like, this should be fine. And an egg, <laughs> and I got so sick, so sick for three days.
1: Yeah, I remember it.
0: Like I had to record podcasts like that, and I was I kept running to the bathroom. Like
1: yeah, we edited. Yes, you're welcome. We
0: broke it. It was like middle mid February. Yeah, so. I got just so sick for three days and it kind of wrecked me. Mm-hmm.
1: You were down and out, like emotionally.
0: And again, I wasn't fasting to be delivered from it, but when I came off the fast, I was like, really? How could this like, continue? Yeah. I just, I just like, I was kind of having a selfish moment, to be honest. You were honestly, from my perspective, You were like heartbroken. I was. You were heartbroken. Yeah, because Mm -hmm. when sometimes when you take a like a leap for the Lord, you your brain kind of thinks like there'll be some sort of somewhat little Mm -hmm. little reward with it. Again, I know it's a selfish way to think, but we're human. Yeah. And so when we broke the fast, I did not think I was going to get so violently sick for for days on end. Mm Um, and then watching my husband just traipse around eating quick trip pizza and being fine with life. And it, yeah. it like was just, it kind of just wrecked me. And then after that, I fell in love with juicing. Mm-hmm. And so, cause I just juiced for the past like 20 days. And so I didn't stop that. Mm-hmm. I kept juicing in the mornings because I now liked it. I liked the way that it made my body feel. Um, and so I just kept juicing every morning. <clears throat> well, all of a sudden, like two you months into ago. You go their
1: house, by the way. It looks like a produce section of a grocery <laughs> store. They've got like a million of everything. Yeah. You're like, can I have this tomato? Yeah. So they're like, sure.
0: All of a sudden, a few months ago, it hit me like a ton of bricks mm-hmm. that I don't have IBS anymore. No. Because all, like, all of a sudden, these moments started to like flash back since that fast was over where I've been eating food again Mm -hmm. and not running to the bathroom after it. Right. And I eat salads every single day now. And I could never eat salads. Like that was like the voodoo for me. Like I could never eat a salad and I eat salads every single day now. Like I don't think people realize and we're going to do an episode on normalizing
1: and how detrimental that is to people. But we had like arranged life. Like we, you and I had. I have two, a bath and a half, and so the downstairs bathroom is like the guest bath. Everybody uses it.
0: Yeah.
1: Heidi and I had a secret arrangement. Yeah. That if she ever came here for dinner, she had special special dispensation to go upstairs and use our yeah. private bathroom. Yeah. Like all, like you arrange your life around this thing, and then you it becomes normal. Yeah. So it had. It had invaded and crept in Mm -hmm. literally to every single part of your life. Like one summer I was like, we should rent a pontoon. And you were like, absolutely not. You're going to get me out in the middle of a lake. Yep. I can't use the bathroom out in the middle of the lake. And like it, it was, it didn't start out that way. Like when we were teenagers and stuff, like it didn't start out that way, but it took ground slowly Mm -hmm. and steadily for years. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. How you just like you become so used to it? You're like, okay, I'll have a salad, but no lettuce. Can you put it on a bed of broccoli?
0: Yeah. Literally. That's like that was my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and then the fact that I got healed from it and didn't even notice. It was like I was eating again, normally, and Mm I and I wasn't going to like run to the bathroom after every single meal now. And all of a sudden, I'm just like eating that way for, so March, April, for two months, I'm eating normal. And then it just hits me like, you're eating normal. You're eating normal Mm -hmm. and you're not having issue here. And I look at Joe and I was like, dude, I'm healed from IBS.
2: God not only did that, Mm -hmm. but in the meantime, he... Gave you self-control with portion control. Yes. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. you got kind of delivered from gluttony? Yes. There was people in your family that had eating disorders, like literally had hatred for over, overweight people, but they had a metabolism so they could eat nonstop. Yeah. And it manifested all the time with anger and hatred towards people. Well, look at the pigs at the trough. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden that seed was planted and then the manifestation throughout the bloodline, all of a sudden you get all these awful things that you'd never sowed into. Mm -hmm. Right. So God in this revisited generations back at least two. And then you got cleared of the sins from your forefathers. And then all of a sudden he removed this thing that was actually this, this, Seed of sin that was in your GI, in your digestive system, and and gave you your life back. Yeah. But it, not only did he give you your life back, but he gave you self control, portion yeah. control, things like that. Yeah. He to he this gave day. You, yeah. You yeah. make you make good decisions not because you're afraid of what's going to happen, but because, like you know what, I want to eat this healthy thing.
1: Yeah. Hmm. It's so. Do you think God? he was like okay do you think she'll notice today?
0: <laughs> yeah, he was probably like I can't believe she hasn't noticed Hello. yet. Hello. <laughs>
2: He's probably like oh no. Oh no, she's going to go for the snickers. Oh no. Or
0: I can't believe Joe didn't even like how did both of us just live life? Cuz we did another fast at Easter and that was mm-hmm. April. Yeah. Yeah. That right there I feel is when you're just so We're consumed due, by the way. we are do. We're so well. Actually, I do every Wednesday now. Oh, do oh. She does the Myers' Where we're so consumed, we were just so consumed with Jesus. That's that thing. If you keep yourself just inundated with Him and learning about Him and 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 wanting His presence and just yeah. doing whatever you can, you really kind of start to forget about these issues of life. You know yeah. what though? Like you weren't
1: yours is like truly extraordinary but when we did the corporate fast with church other people were also like delivered from cravings they were like just simply the craving for things and in in turn like one person she's lost like 20 pounds
2: and like got yeah. healed of diabetes Literally. are we talking
0: about two different people or the same person i don't know are you talking about the one that got delivered from sugar addiction mine rhymes the other with one? That particular person <laughs> struggled with diabetes horribly, could not get her blood sugars under control at all. She had one of those things that beeps, and it was, it beeped like whenever we were around her, it was always beeping. Like, there was to always let you like know. a risk
1: that she was like high or low.
0: Yeah like yep. all the time it was just all over the place all over the and now the- she's
2: almost off insulin yeah. yeah
0: but she craved sugar like yes. she n- could never which is a symptom of it could yeah. never get enough sugar like that's all she wanted was sugar 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 so in the middle of our 40 we felt the lord say open this up to your church if anybody wants to join you guys and so many people joined. so many people joined us on that fast and in that moment, that woman got delivered.
2: Not everybody did water only, but she was one that went all in. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. But had she never fasted before? I don't, I don't think, think so. so that's and amazing, too. And she went too. water only.
2: And, and her, she had to, like, hide it from her kids kid, and yeah. grandkids.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was delivered from the cravings of sugar. So when she came off that fast, she no longer craved sugar the mm-hmm. way that she used to prior to that fast and as a result of it she's lost significant weight now yeah. after it and like is almost off of insulin thank you so much for joining us for today's episode We are so blessed to have the privilege to share with you. If you haven't already, please connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us by searching at The Real King Podcast. That's at T-H-E Real King Podcast. The Real King Podcast is recorded in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. It is hosted by Joe and Heidi King, who are joined each week by Christina Santamaria as a moderator and contributor. It is produced and edited by Joe and Heidi King and Carlos and Christina Santamaria. All content is under copyright and all rights are reserved.